Post 82 was brought to you by Game Time, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Did you know King's ticket prices tend to drop right before the game starts? Game Time tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, then shows you all the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. More than 12 million fans have downloaded the Game Time app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. There are tickets across all major leagues and teams. So head to the App Store or Play Store now to download Game Time and score awesome deals on last-minute tickets. Hello, everyone from Los Angeles. This is Jason Jones for, of The Athletic with your throne breakdown from a very wild, perhaps even controversial game at Staples Center. King lose to the Los Angeles Lakers 99-97. Hard-fought game tight game. Buddy Hill probably cost himself a few thousand dollars with his comments after the game. It's a whole lot of things we can get into after this one. Good old-fashioned Kings-Lakers basketball. The officials were involved, or should I say, yeah, the officials were involved in the, in the outcome. Uh, Kings players talking about the home court advantage and not getting any calls on, on the road, especially in L.A. Said a lot to dive into. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, first thing I want to touch on is uh, Buddy Hill. Uh, Post game, Buddy was rather vocal, rather outspoken. He was kind of measured, like he wanted the media to take what he said and then, in, in essence, us do the work for him. Like, I'm going to give you a little bit. I'm going to give you enough of how I feel, but I want you to then go out there and pretty much say the ref screwed us over. And that's kind of a tough spot because you're also because in some ways Buddy was vague, and so it's like you're asking us to now take what you're saying and then put our own spin on it, which some people would consider not the way things should work. But hey, let's go ahead and take a look at that and let's do that for Buddy. Two calls late in this game seem to really irk the Kings, especially Buddy. They came. Oddly enough, in the last 5.5 seconds of the game. First one coming when uh, Harrison Barnes was called for, for, honestly, like a touch foul. Not much of a foul, if it was a foul at all, on LeBron James as he was driving toward the basket. Like I said, 5.5 seconds on the clock. LeBron made both of his free throws. Lakers lead 99-97. Okay, let's just kind of dive into that call against Harrison. Like I said, you watch the replay. I've seen much worse go uncalled. I've seen much bigger swipes and hacks go uncalled. So that stage of the game, that late in the game, you don't really want to see it decided on free throws. You don't want to see LeBron shooting free throws to win a game on a call like that. And <laughs> uh, like I said, this is where Buddy was, uh, you know, pretty, like I said, fine worthy possibly with what he said about the, that play. And he says, quote, the game came down to one play. Sometimes in that situation, you've got to let the game play out. I don't think it was a foul the other way. So ask, ask Rodney what he thinks. And what he means is, uh, actually, let me back up. Let me back up before I get to that. Just so you know, Rodney Mott was the official who called the foul on Harrison Barnes. And... The fa so and the foul the other way, Buddy is referring to that foul. I believe is the foul called on Harrison. 
And let me just give you a little more on that. Uh, what Harrison had to say about that call, Harrison being the vet, being the more you know diplomatic of the among the guys in the locker room, Harrison kind of broke it down pretty, you know, I said pretty evenly, you know, pretty even kill, should I say, given that he was involved in in that play and also the last play of the game for the Kings. So let me just let you know what uh what Harrison you know said about that call against LeBron. Quote: Contact was made. Who initiated that? That's for replays to decide. And they chose to call that a foul on me. And that's something you have to live with. Uh, read between the lines. I didn't foul him, but they called it anyway. We got to deal with it. Now let's go back to Buddy and his comments that are probably going to cost him some money. Buddy was like clearly bothered by that call. But then again, the Kings did have a chance to win the game still with 5.5 seconds to go. Kings call a timeout, draw up a play. Play looks like it works well. Harrison Barnes is driving to the basket, and he stumbles. Okay. Replay angle I had, you no, know, from um, that I was able to get, it's not clear if LeBron did or did not trip Harrison Barnes. Um, no, I'm not being an apologist for the Lakers or the officials. I didn't get a clear view. And live, because the game was coming down to the wire, Based on where we were sitting, and this is one of those times where having a seat on the floor can be a disadvantage, we couldn't, I couldn't see, none of the uh, Sacramento media could actually see the play live. We were trying to stand up and peek around fans to get an idea of what was going on. So the replay angle I had, I can't tell you definitively if Harrison was tripped. It looked like he was tripped, but I just can't say definitively because I, I didn't get another angle. Then Harrison stumbles, and he pretty much stumbles into Anthony Davis, and he tries to get a layup up. Anthony blocks it, gets the rebound, game over. I know I got some mentions in my Twitter. Some uh, brave Twitter fingers person, brave over their keyboard, called me a clown for not saying AD foul, Harrison. I saw the replay. First off, I'm not a clown. Secondly, saw the replay. I don't think AD fouled Harrison. I think if there was a foul, it would have been on LeBron for tripping him. Looked like AD went straight up when his arms came down to block the shot. There was no, I didn't see contact made with that would have uh, led to a foul, and that pretty much ended the game. But still, our our friend Buddy is was fuming about just that whole situation to the point where he says this quote: "This is a game we should have won. I just think it got stolen away from us." I'm gonna tell you right now, the NBA is not gonna like hearing that. <laughs> the game was stolen from them. He's not. They're not gonna like hearing that. And as for that last play, Harrison says. Harrison, this is what he says. Quote: I think we know what's going on, but for us, it's moving past this, getting better, and it's all I'll say about that. I think we know what's going on. Well, in quote, when, I, when he says, "I think I know what we think we know what's going on." What's going on is home court advantage. What's going on is. No referee wants to make that call against LeBron James late in the game. That I said this again. This is me interpreting what's being said, and I can say that because the NBA can't find me. <laughs> Lucky me. And actually, you know, you, I can actually add another quote. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich actually also added to this. You know, he said it's always the referee's decision to call or not call a foul. Sometimes you get calls, sometimes not. Home court advantage, maybe? Sometimes it goes like that, you know? But it's over. We we lost this game, and we have to be locked in for Boston, end quote. So, my whole take on that is that, 
you can't put yourself in a situation where it comes down to that. But of course, this is the NBA. There's going to be tight games, close games. There's no shame in playing a tight game against a team with the best record in the Western Conference right now. But it just stings. And to me, the call on Harrison, the foul against LeBron, was probably a bigger gripe than the last play. I don't think that the uh, last play with Harrison tripping was nearly as obvious or as egregious as the call that sent LeBron to the free throw line. It's just, it's like if you're if you're the Kings, you feel like, well, damn, what can we do? We can't we can't play physical defense against the man, and he could knock us down, and we can't do anything about it. So I'm feeling the Kings on that. I'm understanding where they're coming from, but I think the only thing that's going to come out of this is that I think Buddy's going to get a fine just because you can't say things like the game was stolen for, from us and expect the league to ignore that. You also can't say things like one call changed the whole game or you can't say the refs don't call no foul for us, yo. I don't know what to do. Can't say that. Just can't say that. But I will add this to the whole uh, foul, non-foul issue. Tonight, the Lakers shot 22 free throws. The Kings shot only nine. Seven of those came in the fourth quarter when the Lakers got in the penalty early. It's pretty insane that an NBA team can get all the way to the fourth quarter having shot two free throws. Part of that, you could say, is the Kings were taking a lot of threes. They took 39 against the Lakers. 39 of their 82 shots were uh, from three. Buddy took 15 shots in the game. 14 of those were threes. So there was a lot of perimeter shooting, which you could say might have played a factor in why the Kings weren't getting to the foul line. And I, one thing I think is obvious, too, is this is where the Kings also miss De'Aaron Fox a lot. De'Aaron is a guy who, of all the guys you have on the Kings, has the ability to get into the paint, initiate you know, the contact, and get to the foul line. And in the games the Kings had won with De'Aaron, he had done a good job of getting into the paint, getting to the foul line, getting the fouls, and getting some free throws. And without him, who's going to be that guy? Uh, probably not Corey Joseph. Maybe it ends up being Bogey. He took one free throw in the game. Maybe it's Harrison Barnes. He took two free throws. Rashawn Holmes had three. So, I mean, uh, Buddy had three. And that was because he got fouled on a three-point shot by uh, Rajon Rondo. So, that's one thing the kids are going to have to figure out. Is there a guy or is there a way they can generate free throws? Because this is not a team that's going to get a lot of calls. This is not a team that... that uh, Based on their style of play, I see them getting to the line a lot. And I think a big part of that will be getting De'Aaron Fox back at some point. But as we all know, we don't know when De'Aaron's coming back. So maybe it's got to be I, – I, I'm going to look to a guy like uh, Bogey to be the guy to try to get into the paint, try to get some contact, be crafty, try to help out in that area, and just try to just get that going because they can, there's no way – you know, the team should have nine free throws in a game. It's almost impossible. And I imagine that, you know, the referees are human beings and they're going to, you know, see or read or hear what Buddy said. I imagine that Sunday against the Celtics, Buddy and the Kings will shoot way more than nine free throws, assuming they attack the paint. And my final takeaway from this game is just kind of this identity change in the Kings of late. These Kings play defense. 
if you remember the first five games of the season, I mean, defense was an was a offensive word for this team. This team had no inclination of defense. It was really, I mean, just, you know, Olay, passive, anything you want to describe as bad defense, they were doing that. And they would say the communication wasn't good. Maybe guys weren't in the right coverage. There's just so many different factors that played into it. But the, outside of LeBron being LeBron and dominating them with 29 points and 11 assists, they pretty much held the Lakers in check for the most part. I mean, Anthony Davis had 17 points, only took 12 shots, though. And they um, just and just five rebounds for Anthony Davis. He did have four blocks shots, but they also got forced four turnovers from Anthony. So that I mean, I thought, I thought defensively they were pretty solid. The Lakers only shot 42 percent, 11 of 37 on threes, which was 29.7 percent. The difference was the free throws. The Kings were outscored by 11 points on free throws because the Kings even out rebounded the Lakers 43-41. So if the Kings can maintain this type of defense, I think they're going to be just fine as they wait for De'Aaron Fox and Marvin Bagley to get back. And when I say just fine, I don't mean win 80% of their games. But I mean be competitive. They'll be in games, and they'll win their share of games. They got to get past this one. This one stings. This one sucks. I get it. I think we all get it. You know, you play all that time, and the game is basically decided in 5.5 seconds. But... Like Harrison said, you got to move on from this one. So I'm moving on. I'm sure you're all moving on from this. And I'm going to get ready to uh, tap out for a little bit and get ready for this, for this Sunday game against the Celtics. Tonight was a good one. Even with that, Kings lose 99-97 to the Lakers. I will chat with you later. Take care, good folks. And you will hear from me Sunday from Sacramento.